Hi, I'm Michael Osterlink, therapist, coach, and educator, and the creator of the Emergent Human Coaching Education Program. I've been very fortunate the last 30 plus years in the human potential, human optimization space to meet incredible healers, therapists, coaches, educators, and a wide variety of other really cool people. And I want to highlight a lot of the people I've met. And in doing so, we are creating short vignettes or exercises, practices, disciplines from various traditions through the networks of people that I know. I hope you enjoy them and find value in them. Thanks. Hey, I'm Gina Werfel, and I teach people how to listen to their bodies in order to achieve their health. I think food can be such a beautiful aspect to learn how to tap into deeper levels of self-trust, connection, and really achieve health from a deeper, powerful place. I think one of the biggest challenges with health is that sometimes when we try to change our habits, we're forcing something external internally instead of it coming from the inside out. And so what it ends up feeling like is a lot of resistance and self-sabotage and on something and off of something. When it comes from the inside out, it actually feels like this effortless flow working with your body and continual growth and trust and deeper connection. And so that is something that you won't ever want to quit and it feels deep and empowering. So one of the first steps to really being able to do that is to experience your health in your body and notice the difference between the different states that your body goes into. So when your body is in a fight or flight state, when you're stressed, that will actually direct different food choices from when you are in a calm state. So let's say you've had a really busy day. You're answering emails, your texts, you have things to do, places to go, people to take care of. When you have all these different things, that activates this area of your brain called your amygdala. It's responsible for keeping you focused when you're in go mode. The problem with that fight or fight fight or flight brain is that when you, um, it's directing your food choices for survival, for that go mode. So your food choices are likely to be a quick energy, like things that are sugar or carby, like chips or pretzels, or something that's gonna give you quick energy for survival. It's, it's our primitive brain that was designed to keep us eating quick, calories for survival. So you might notice that you've ever had a day where you're really stressed or you're really going, or by the end of the night, you just want kind of like carby snacks or you're really craving sweets. That's that stress fight or flight brain that's turned on. When your body is in a calm state and it's connected, that's your prefrontal cortex working. It has really good willpower. It can make rational decisions like, yeah, I've had plenty of calories. Even though I'm busy, my body is safe. I could eat the salad today. But if your body is taken over by the stress hormones and that amygdala gets activated, you might mentally think, yeah, I wanna eat really healthy, I'm trying to get in shape. But your brain is sensing that there is a threat and so it's actually gonna shut off your willpower and it's gonna control your thinking to making choices that aren't in alignment with what you probably really want. So the good news is, is this brain, that area of your brain is here for your survival. It's here to protect you. The bad news is, is that sometimes we don't feel in control. So one of the biggest, most impactful steps that you could take to really feeling that power and connection in your body is feel the different sensations when which area of your brain is working. You might notice that when your fight or flight brain is on your amygdala, you might have your heart racing slightly more. You might feel tense. You might be thinking a lot, really disconnected from your body. You might be doing things fast. You might be kind of on the prowl for food. The cool thing is, is when you get into that state, you can actually use techniques like a nice slow breath 
to bring those stress hormones on, down and activate that prefrontal cortex, that willpower, that rational thinking mind. You'll feel the difference. Just try taking one breath. You'll immediately feel the difference. When you can take that slow breath, your body is calm, your prefrontal cortex is working, you're much more likely to be connected to what it is that your body really needs instead of being driven by sugar cravings. So when you're in that connection, you'll really feel a difference. You'll, you'll really, really notice it. So to practice being in your body, taking a moment to pause, taking a breath and feeling, when am I in a calm state? When am I in a fight or flight state? This doesn't mean you have to change your whole life. You're like, what do I, what do I do? I have work, I have kids, I got things to do. It doesn't mean you have to change your external life, but can you be efficient on the outside and doing things that you need to get done while not letting it alter your inner world, letting it feel calm and safe and connected. If your brain gets the information that there's a stress or there could be a threat to your survival, even though it's not a real threat, if it's perceiving that there's a threat because you're stressed and you're really busy, it's gonna drive you to do everything out of survival, not out of getting healthier. So if there's one huge, incredibly valuable strategy to begin connecting to your body, having effortless health from the inside out, it's noticing the different shifts in your body. When am I calm? When, I, when am I in fight or flight? When I go into fight or flight, can I use the power of my breath to bring my stress hormones down, activate that prefrontal cortex, and really get back tapped into my power?